Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, Foundations, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor's situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. Welcome to Rest Assured Retirement with your host, Jeff Holmes. Jeff is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places his clients' needs first. Jeff works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Jeff Holmes. Well, welcome to the Rest Assured Retirement Show. I'm Jeff Holmes, a certified retirement counselor and certified financial fiduciary. I'm joined here by Sam Davis, our executive producer. Uh, say, say hello, Sam. Hey, Jeff. So happy to be here producing the first episode of Rest Assured Retirement. We're going to bring some important information to all the listeners out there in the Phoenix area and all beyond on the podcast networks because Rest Assured Retirement is available wherever you listen to podcasts. So stay tuned for some important information. Great. Thank you, Sam. And uh, glad you're all with us. Uh, I was uh, told by Sam, I thought it was very wise to give a little bit of history about myself. Um, so I'll go through and do that first so you know who you're listening to. Um, obviously, I'm uh, not a native of uh, Arizona. Very few are. Uh, we moved here from New Mexico years ago. And uh, that was, uh, we were basically uh, recruited by my mother-in-law. Uh, so that was a pretty strong reason for moving. And uh, we came over uh, back about 20 some years ago. I found myself um, going into the uh, financial services industry as far as specifically to retirement planning. Now, uh, before all that happened, uh, I, I will let you know I was a civil engineer. That was my training. First job out of school was overseas. And then uh, we uh, had a had several jobs. The reason for that is there was a lot, it was a bad economy and many of the engineers were losing their job. And I was one of those. So uh, one day I walked into a uh, office uh, where we were looking to get advice on financial services. And there was one of the guys I graduated with, um, another engineer. And I said, what are you doing here? And I thought he was there doing the same thing I was. Well, he says, no, I'm doing this so I don't get laid off anymore. <laughs> so that's where this all started. Uh, so when I fast forward back to what I was speaking about there, I uh, started to, you know, getting into retirement planning. It was um, something that was a little bit of an interesting history. Originally, uh, we were, I was being taught that um, you should do estate planning and then also uh, do, using the 60-40 model, 60% of a person's investment would be in stocks, the other 40% would be in bonds. Well, that's where I started in the late 90s and then in the early uh, 2000 and 2000, 
you know, basically 2000 to 2010, uh, which is something everyone calls the lost decade because of the two situations that happened there starting in 2000 itself, a little before 2000 and then 2008. Uh, so that model of doing the old 60-40 split, what I found out didn't work real well. And uh, I was lucky enough to be educated uh, by an individual uh, that was doing a little bit different type of retirement planning. Uh, so I learned that, started using that extensively uh, more than 15, 16, 17 years ago. And what we found out was when we did this new type of retirement planning, uh, it, we found that everything worked better. Uh, people were happier in retirement. Uh, so the title, uh, a rest assured retirement. And I have to thank Sam for that. He's the one that came up with rest assured. And then uh, we, uh, I asked about adding retirement to that and he was uh, kind enough to uh, go ahead and agree with me on that. So that's where that all came from. And rest assured, uh, the reason for my thoughts, I was giving uh, Sam some ideas on this was first off rest. Uh, one of the issues that uh, I found with many of the people, and I'll give you stories as we go through this, because I, I will get into a story here real quick about this, was they don't sleep well at night. And uh, with everything that's going on in our economy and the world today, it's a crazy, crazy world we have going on. And uh, our pastor says it's a strange new world, is what he's saying. But it's basically a very, very um, difficult time for many people. Uh, of the people that do this newer type of retirement planning that, I, that I've been fortunate enough to, and, and it's really not me, it's something I learned, uh, it's something that they took a hold of when I explained that to them. Uh, what I found out, they all sleep well at night and they're very assured in their retirement. Thus the title, Rest Assured Retirement. They all sleep well. They, and the number one thing I've noticed, uh, the difference with people that do this type of retirement planning they're much more happier uh, by doing it. And I'm going to get into that today a little bit. And then in the next six, seven sessions, we're going to get into uh, all the particulars about how this type of retirement planning works. This is really the, um, I've been on the radio uh, before and actually TV once. Uh, this is, so it's not completely new to me, but I was a guest before. So leading the way, um, you just hang with me here and we'll uh, see how an old engineer does on the radio. Going forward from there, uh, I eventually was able to fine tune this a little bit. And also I have a partner in my uh, company that is, happens to be my wife. Uh, she helps people with their Medicare planning because that became a situation that uh, I'd help people with, but because of the federal government making life a little bit more complicated and um, give me a, a quick uh, you know call on that or if you agree with that, uh, let, us, uh, let us know if you agree. But it seems like the more they get involved in these different systems, the more complicated complicated they get. Uh, the same with doing social security planning has all gotten more complicated. So basically that is what we'll be going through is all the different aspects of retirement planning. So one of the things that I'll also be offering, and this is when I was teaching classes at different colleges and universities, and this is back in the day when um, we were in New Mexico, I ran into one of my old uh, college professors and he said, why don't you, he found out what I was doing. I explained to him what was happening and about getting laid off. He says, that's a common theme. So it made me feel better. 
for sure. So uh, the thing that uh, we um, got into as we talked was just all the different aspects. Now, I don't know about you, but I did not ever have a class on retirement planning. I don't know very any hardly anyone ever had that type of course. So one of the things he said, because I have all these engineers that are really good at what they're going to do, but they need to really be taught a little bit about retirement planning. That happened to me in my first class. I went back to my old engineering department and I taught there um, uh, for an hour, which I didn't think was possible. But it was amazing on how receptive all the senior students there were to hearing some of these things. So because I've taught these other classes since then at community colleges, the university there where I went to school, uh, one of the things I always found is everybody always had questions. Uh, so what we do in this, in this, um, uh, on this radio show, I just see it as a little different f- format where I'm meeting with you uh, an hour every week instead of a course that goes on for six hours. And what we'll uh, do is we'll go ahead and offer what the same thing I was offered them. It was a complimentary uh, consultation. And uh, what that means is basically you may have questions on what you want it, you know, on your specific situation. Pretty hard to ask it on the, on the radio, obviously. And so what we'll do is we, uh, you can call in to rest assured retire, uh, call into a phone number, I should say, 480-454-9191. Again, that number, uh, tried to find an easy one, is 480-454-9191. Nine one nine one, And by the way, we do have an office over in North Scottsdale and over in North Glendale also. So we kind of try to cover the whole valley in that situation. So getting back to that consultation is we uh, will sit and just talk, just get to know each other a little bit. That's the main goal. And uh, while well, want to know a little bit more about is most important to you at this time in your life, what your goals are, what concerns you may have. And what would you like to accomplish? Uh, From that is what we can do is talk a little bit more. And then at that point, we'll find out uh, if we're a good fit for each other. And if we are, we can move forward into what I would call uh, the full retirement plan consultation, which it is complimentary to to all listeners of our uh, radio show. And uh, obviously, if you're listening to the podcast. So we'll go through that. And this is divided up in... Uh, different segments. It's obviously not going to happen in just a quick hour, uh, but it just depends on what your needs are. Uh, What we'll do is we'll analyze your current and specific financial uh, situation. We'll closely examine uh, all of your different accounts and and what we're going to be doing there is saying, okay, hey, these are your fees that you're paying. Were you aware of that? Any unnecessary costs that you may have in your retirement accounts, your IRA, your 401k, 403b, those types of things. And then one of the keys to this, now it's real important to remember this is, these calls would be mainly for someone that's uh, heading to retirement or already in retirement. And if you've got retirement uh, coming up in about five years, it'd be a very good time to start this process. I would not wait uh, till it's one year. Of course, if you're already there, uh, it's better to start now than later. Uh, so what uh, what you'll find is we'll 
do two of the most important things that you'll need to know right away in retirement, and that's you're doing a Social Security planning uh, report, which includes a break-even analysis, and also uh, do some Medicare education. I won't be doing that. That's my partner. Uh, Jessalyn will be doing that. That's my wife. And when she took this over, boy, it's been about 14, 15 years ago, I, I do have to give her a shout out for being a very, um, staying married to me after I did that because it's a pretty, pretty difficult situation. And then we'll compare your current situation and see uh, if it's possible for us to work together. Uh, there and we do that in a retirement plan. Now I'll continue on. Uh, it's about the time uh, we're getting ready to go into a into this segment here, and we'll be back here in just uh, a few moments. Are you interested in protecting your assets from market volatility, rising taxes, and economic uncertainty? Then tune in to Rest Assured Retirement with Jeff Holmes to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Rest Assured Retirement, Sundays at 1 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Protect your hard-earned money today and schedule a free no-obligation consultation now at RestAssuredRetirement.com. Welcome back to the Rest Assured Retirement uh, Show. This is uh, Jeff Holmes. I'm a certified retirement counselor and certified financial fiduciary. I'm joined here by Sam Davis, our executive producer. And uh, if just one of the things I'd like to mention right now is if you uh, miss the first segment or you miss any parts of this radio, make sure you go on to our podcast, wherever you may be listening to podcasts. And uh, we just finished up a uh, uh, the free consultation uh, that's available to all listeners. And we'll review that here a little bit later again, so you get to hear that. But uh, we always uh, like to have what we call the uh, quote of the week, uh, financial wisdom. And uh, Sam, why don't you go ahead with that? And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. This week's Financial Wisdom Quote of the Week comes from Zig Ziglar. You may have heard of him. The quote is, expect the best, prepare for the worst, capitalize on what comes. Jeff, what do you think of that? Uh, how very true. Um, I've uh, used this um, in a similar way uh, uh, for many years now because one of the things that um, people are always concerned about in their retirement is the future. And I always like to ask, who can predict the future? Um, yeah, yeah, you can answer that for yourself. No one that I've ever met, uh, at least on this earth at this point in time. Uh, so if you can, and I would follow that up with, if you can't predict the future, shouldn't you just prepare for whatever the future may hold for you in retirement? And approaching it that way, you're basically capitalizing on what comes. And uh, Zig Ziglar, very wise um, in uh, that uh, quote, he fully understand what he was saying there. And that was just uh, what I gave you, just a little bit uh, different uh, uh, look at the same quote there. Now, what we're going to go into next in this segment, and probably will go into the next uh, two or three segments here, 
is uh, five important things to own during retirement. And this will be a little different than what you're expecting to hear. I will tell you that. Because they, uh, a little bit on my, going back to my background a little bit, um, I grew up with a dad that was a very, very good mechanic. And he first started off uh, being a mechanic at a very, very young age uh, at, uh, at a place where there was a, uh, an airport that was servicing World War II planes because uh, World War II was going on at the time. And he was helping all the mechanics that were working on these planes like the B-25 bomber. And uh, he was helping them out, carrying batteries and doing all these things that he did. He later became a very good uh, mechanic because he'd worked on trucks and then later cars. And he finally ended up in a situation where he found out that, hey, he could fix these cars up and then sell them. So he ended up um, with a friend who started a used car lot and he was the, became the town mechanic. This is, and he was that way for over 60 years. He was... Um, uh, at that, at uh, age 85, my brother called him one day and, and he um, was underneath the car and he told my brother, hey, can you hold on for just a second? I need to get out from underneath the car. He was actually changing the oil for an old client or customer, I should say, which I thought you know, my brother called me immediately. You know, what's he thinking? But he was having fun doing what he really, really loved to do. So the first thing to own uh, during retirement uh, fits right in with this. It's called a having a reliable vehicle, a reliable car. You don't really want to rely on others to get rides, do you? Um, you want to have that independence. And I know that uh, I've seen people that uh, they get later in years, uh, thinking of my grandmother who lived almost 100. Uh, but age uh, 98, early 99, uh, mom and dad decided that she shouldn't be driving anymore, even though we were in a real small town. Uh, because, And that was very traumatic to her, and I've seen other clients that have had to do that and losing out on the freedom that a, a car gives you. It's great to, you know, obviously getting your medical appointments to church, uh, seeing family. It's great also to have one that will go on road trips. You know, you can go visit all the grandkids. And uh, that always brings up a question. Who do you like better, your kids or your grandkids? And I already know the answer to that. Uh, what do you think it is, Sam? Well, I would expect that most grandparents have uh, spent enough time with their kids and they probably enjoy spending a bit more time with the grandkids these days. Oh, yeah, definitely. When we had our daughter, I opened the door. Uh, they hadn't seen our daughter yet. My mom and dad just walked in and I was like a ghost. They didn't even see me. They went straight to her. So I, I learned very quickly that who they like the best at that time. That was number two for sure in their in their eyes. Uh, but the, the, here's the big thing on that, having a reliable vehicle. And luckily nowadays, cars are much more reliable than they were when uh, we were growing up. And it's having something that's safe and uh, it gets you somewhere you, you can, having a reliable vehicle avoids those emergency situations. And a little tidbit, and this is uh, dad speaking to me. And one of the things he always says is don't skimp on the tires. Uh, always make sure you got great tires on your car because that's where the majority of your problem is going to come from. And that's very true here in the uh, Phoenix area. That's when a lot of people are broken down on the road, especially during the summer because their um, tires blew out. Okay. So what's the next thing? Pretty simple. A home. Yeah. Freedom to do what you want. You can uh, put a nail on the wall, hang a picture of your grandkids, you know, those types of things. 
and it becomes a very valuable asset in your retirement planning. Um, just had a, a client um, end up going back to where she was from. She moved here out. Uh, she moved here to Scott from uh, New York about 25 years ago to Scottsdale. Became a client not too long after that, uh, but now she's um, uh, 86 years old and. Uh, her three sons thought it'd be a good idea if she gets back to New York, close to them. And that was a very good move on their part. Uh, but that home has provided her um, with some extra assets and values for her retirement. Uh, we did the planning without that. So it's not really something that she has to depend on, but it's a nice little buffer or benefit, however you'd like to say that, very valuable. It's also a safe, clean, comfortable place for you to lay your head. You know where everything's at, um, and you have that freedom and, and quiet there. Now, that brings up a, an issue there about um, paying off your your home. Uh, that's another subject we'll be talking about later. That's a very subjective uh, answer. It depends on your individual situation. So that is one of the things that you'll hear over the next six, seven weeks, and we'll get into that in more more and more depth on that. So very important to ha have a um, uh, basically a, a nice home uh, to, to go to. And uh, since this segment's uh, ending uh, here in the next uh, few uh, seconds here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to delay the next um, uh, number three of the five important things to own in retirement. And we'll come back uh, and get into the remainder of those items there. So um, uh, we'll uh, see you in a moment. Okay, welcome back to the Rest Assured Retirement Show. Um, I'm Jeff Holmes. I'm a certified retirement counselor and certified financial fiduciary. Um, I'm joined here by Sam Davis, our executive producer. And we were just going through the five important things to own during your retirement. And uh, before I really get into that, one of the things I like to mention is uh, we do offer a complimentary consultation to our clients. So if you have questions on what you're hearing here, you can... Uh, go to restassuredretirement.com and uh, set up a time to do that or call 480-454-9191. Again, that number is 480-454-9191. Okay, getting back to the five important things to own during your retirement. And the next one will probably take at least, um, it's the one that will spend the most time on. And uh, the first one, the, the number three on that list is having an emergency fund. And what's an emergency fund? First off, do you own uh, up to having an emergency fund or just to have money in savings or in checking? Is it earmarked as an emergency fund? And emergency funds are very important for unexpected problems that may arise. You may want to have enough liquidity to cover those emergencies. And living in Arizona, there is one thing that's pretty obvious. Uh, we're kind of getting out of the summer now, but uh, having an air conditioner break down when it's 110 out is not a very uh, fun thing to go through or needing repairs on that um, car that you're driving, uh, getting the tires like we just spoke about. Uh, so how much should you have in an emergency fund? Well, 
that varies, uh, and it varies from three to six months. I have some people that feel more comfortable with 12 months and even some that like more than 12 months. Uh, depends on your given uh, situation. So the big question is, is how do you decide how much to have in there? And that question kept coming up, and they, my clients always ask me, what do you think? What do you think about this? And I would basically say, well, are you sleeping good at night right now with the amount that you have in there? And just, I thought, let's go there. And uh, they would say yes or no. And uh, if they said no, I say, well, why are you waking up at night? What's, what's making you think that way? And they say, well, I don't feel like I have enough or... I feel like I have too much and we need to go do something with that uh, that earns a higher interest than what the bank is paying, which hasn't been much lately, has it? And uh, so that is one of the things that I found is, is a good indicator of what you should have in that emergency fund. Any thoughts on that yourself, Sam, on emergency funds? Yeah, Jeff, I know everybody has that different number in their head for what they're comfortable with to have an emergency fund. You know, six months expenses is a pretty good rule of thumb that can make sure that you could cover something like a broken air conditioning system or, you know, maybe losing your job or losing a source of income for, for a couple months. An emergency fund can help cover that. So I know that for me and my wife and our family, we like to make sure that we're always keeping that number set aside as an emergency fund. And whenever you've got a new income source coming in before that paycheck comes in, know where every dollar is going to go. Tell every dollar where to go. You know, it's better to be living and actually be wealthy than be living and it just looks like you're wealthy, but see Secretly behind the scenes, you're struggling to make ends meet paycheck to paycheck. So you want to have that emergency fund set aside. Well put. Very well put. There's something interesting about this number three and five important things to own during retirement. And the emergency fund just happens to be the first step in developing the retirement plan that I was speaking about earlier. The retirement plan, step number one, get that emergency fund. Step number two is have a place or that that you can have income coming from in retirement. Now, not too many people have pensions. That tended to be one of the main things that happened years and years ago, but fewer and fewer people have pensions. And that is an area that most people miss in retirement. And we'll get into later. I'm not going to get into that, Dave. We, we don't have time yet to do that. But we will get into that into the next um, shows we have in the coming six to seven weeks and that'll be covered along with many other different um, things you should have in retirement and how the retirement plan works, having what I call a smart retirement plan. And then also along with that, you still need to have money in a growth area for future inflation or current inflation, as we should be talking about right now. That's um, We're having a record inflation right as we speak right now, um, and it's made it very, very tough uh, for many, many uh people. And this is a huge thing as far as um, people that are didn't have that middle uh, step that they missed the income. Where's the income going to come from? Because many of them had all their money in the growth side of their retirement and they're heading back to work right now. So very um, uh, sad, sad period of time. So now if you're having to head back to work or need some help, I would definitely recommend getting that free consultation uh, set up a time to talk at restassuredretirement.com or you can call 480-454-9191. Again, the number is 480-454-9191. 
And uh, we looks like uh, Sam's telling me we got uh, the end of this segment. We'll be going on to the final segment here in a few minutes, and we'll be talking then. Welcome back. Uh, this is Jeff Holmes uh, with R- Rest Assured Retirement uh, Radio Show. I'm the Certified Retirement Counselor and Certified, certified Financial Fiduciary. Uh, we were just speaking about the five important things to own during retirement. And uh, we've gotten through three. And as a, uh, Sam Davis, who's also on the, on the show right now, he's our executive producer, was uh, speaking of what we were going to get into next. It was something that you should own is insurance. Now, what kind of insurance should you own in retirement? Well, the first two that really come to mind is obviously your Medicare. Uh, have Medicare having a Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage plan in addition to your Medicare is very, very important. Uh, as many have found out, Medicare doesn't cover all of your medical expenses, uh, so very important to have that. Now, the next question, as far as insurance goes, is does Medicare long cover long-term care insurance? Well, there is a little bit on that that they do. It's a very small amount and depends on specifically where uh, you're at at the time. So really the answer you need to look at during uh, in thinking like that is the answer should just really be no. And you should be looking at long-term care insurance as a, as a, or some way of taking care of long-term care insurance. And also um, the thing that comes up, um, is annuities. Uh, there's certain annuities out there you can use for guaranteed income. Uh, some of them are good, some of them are, are okay, and some of them are not as good. So you need to know a little bit about those and how those might be helpful. Also, uh, the fifth thing that I like to mention as far as you should, and everyone owns this, and uh, my parents would have their schedule. And the schedule would actually be a calendar that has a magnet stuck on the refrigerator on what they were going to be doing in the next few days. Nowadays, it's a little different situation because we actually have these uh, little devices we carry around all the time and they have their our calendar right there. So the thing that the reason for carrying a good calendar, and this is one of the things I think of the most of, is first off, is having time to spend with your loved ones. Also, maybe you want to go see this great country. I have clients that are traveling around. They're gone for three months at a time, and I get a postcard occasionally, and they let me know where they're at. And that is some of the things you need to take into consideration. You've worked very, very hard for your your whole life for this moment in time where you could go see this great country, uh, even travel around the world. And one of the things you may really want to consider as far as your time, and I have people do this, you may not want to spend a whole lot of your time watching the stock market or managing your own assets. That's a big one there. Uh, that's If you're having to do that, you have to think, is this a happy situation or not a happy situation? Would it be better maybe to set up a retirement plan that would basically help you know what was going to be coming? You, would, you can rest well. You can be assured that it's uh, working for you. You can review it on a regular basis, but you don't have to worry about having this big nest egg and it's got to last your whole your whole life. You really don't want to run out of uh, the money you have. Uh, and uh, still, if you're outliving your money, it's not a very good situation. So 
What we're going to do next is uh, we're going to get into something called right or wrong. And it's something you play along with us. And I'll basically um, maybe give you a little bit of delay, give you time to answer it yourself. The first thing, I, um, I'll go ahead and let Sam ask the question. And he'll be in charge of asking the questions. And I'll uh, just be giving the answers here. Come on down as we test your financial knowledge in right or wrong. All right, Jeff, first statement on right or wrong. Here it is. Every day until 2030, 10,000 baby boomers will turn 65 and seven out of 10 will require long-term care at some point. Is that right or wrong? Well, believe it or not, that is right. That is why we have a, we do the what we think is essential is in the retirement planning we do is set up a smart health plan in place for your retirement. Healthcare costs are the biggest expenses retires, retirees face, and it's very, very important to do that. And it's going to be very interesting times uh, seeing how life is in the next, uh, between now and 2030 with all the uh, baby boomers retiring. Yeah, okay, I think so. that's a really good point. You know, health is wealth and you want to be able yeah. to get to all of your appointments without wondering if you can pay for them or not. You know, you think of all the doctor's appointments that you'll att- you'll go to in your lifetime and they're kind of concentrated towards the very beginning of your life and the very end of your life. So there's a lot of health care appointments to to attend as you're as you're in retirement. So want to have that smart health plan in place. Next statement on right or wrong. You can have both a Medicare supplement plan and a Medicare Advantage plan at the same time. Jeff, is that right or wrong? Oh, and this is a time when uh, Jessalyn, who takes care of our Medicare planning in our office, would be rolling her eyes. Well, I better get this right or I'm going to be in big trouble. Uh, It's actually wrong. You cannot have a Medicare supplement plan and a Medicare Advantage plan at the same time. You have to pick one or the other, and you must choose which plan you want to go with and how you how do you do that? You first off need to get educated on the pluses and the minuses of each plan to see what works best for you because who knows your situation best? You. Once you have the information, I feel like you can make a really good decision on what you feel is best for you. All right, last statement on this week's edition of Right or Wrong. You can use an annuity to fund your Medicare expenses throughout your entire lifetime. Is that right or wrong? And that is right. That is a very smart idea. Um, Having some sort of income that is guaranteed, uh, annuities, whether you like them or not, provides a very strong uh, guaranteed income. That's one of the areas that we found very helpful. For many clients, if you have a pension, that could, that's basically most pensions are based on annuities. So that can also be done using that. So, yes, it ensures that you and your spouse are able to fund expenses uh, on health care during your retirement. Very, very important. You do not want to um, not have enough money for those expenses. That is for sure. OK, thank you, uh, Sam. I will go into our next um, area I'd like to go in to, and it's called uh, Smart Rules to Follow. And uh, there's three basic rules that I think are very important, and they have they work very good. They are rules of thumb, by the way. Doesn't mean you have to follow them to the T, but being aware of them makes your life um, much easier. I found. And the and you might wonder, have you ever heard of the rule of 100? Some people have, some people haven't. And the rule of 100, basically, what that does is you take your portfolio that is at risk. 
you take 100, you subtract your age from age 100. And that's going to give you how much money you should have that in that portfolio that's at risk. So for instance, if you're 65 years old, you subtract 65 from 100. That's going to give you 35. The rule of 100 is telling you that you should only have 35% of your portfolio at risk as a rule of thumb. Okay, depending on your situation, it could be higher or it could be lower. Very important to know that it does work very well. There's a lot of people that have put out articles saying it should be the rule of 120. And I'm kind of thinking now the rule of 100 is a better way to go. The next rule is the 4% rule. And if you have all your money at risk, you probably have been told this by your existing advisor. If you have an existing advisor, what that is, is 4% of your savings is all you should be using for income in retirement. And the withdrawal percentages every subsequent year would be then adjusted for inflation. As with any rule, there are some exceptions to it. And depending on the situation, uh, some suggestions that I've been reading about is it really should be the 3% rule. And this starts getting into another area where if you're, and this is why people are not so happy in retirement, they're suddenly pulling money out of a, an account that is going up and down. And when it's going down and they're pulling out that 4%, they find that their money starts disappearing quicker than they ever dreamed it would. Thus, they start going back to work. So that we'll talk about in the future here on the as far as the smart retirement plan. And then the, um, the last of the three rules that I'd like to discuss is the rule of 72. This is a quick and easy uh, rule that you can use to find out how long it's going to take for your investments to double. And uh, what that is, is you just divide what the interest rate you're getting from uh, different investments. And an example of this, if you're getting 6% from an investment, all you do is you divide 6% into 72. Uh, that number means it'll double in about 12 years. It's not exact. It's, again, a rule of thumb, something that is an estimate that uh, you can use. And another way to look at that is, uh, you know, if you had 7.2% interest, uh, it would double, dividing that into 72 would double in uh, 10 years. Okay, so we're kind of running down to the end of the show here. And there's a few things that we will be discussing in the next show. And uh, what I'd like to do here is I would like to um, just briefly go through a cost cutter idea. I don't have much time to do this, so I'm just going to touch on this a little bit. I would, uh, if you want to know more about this, go ahead and call in to 480-454-9191. Again, that number is 480-454-9191. And uh, you can also go to restassuredretirement.com to schedule that free consultation and uh, uh, we can go through and explain this in more detail. One of the things that's out there is uh, with the way the interest rates are going, uh, they continue to go up. You have to ask yourself, what is happening to the value of your bonds if you do own those? And obviously, the value of the bonds has gone down. Uh, Why is that? Everybody says, why does that happen? Well, because the newer bonds that are coming out have a higher interest rate and they're more attractive to the new bond buyers. So the value of your bond that was at a a lower interest rate is starting to decrease. Is there anything you can do to avoid this type of situation? There's something called a fixed index annuities that give you a better rate return and they eliminate financial advisory fees you may be getting on your bonds. They eliminate that investment risk that I just went through. There's something that's also called reinvestment risk, the likelihood that your cash flows will earn less in the future um, than they should be. 
And they are also exposed to uh, systematic and unsystematic market risk. Uh, systematic market risk is it's basically how it will affect you, the overall market. It's not particular to a stock or industry. It's the whole market as a whole that affects the value of your bonds. Unsystematic risk is the type of risk that's unique to a specific company or industry. So we're going to end there, and I would like to... Uh, end uh, this show with something I always like to do is the This Week in History. It's This Week in History. On October 2nd, two things that happened that uh, ring true to a lot of you is first, a gentleman by the name of Julius Henry Marx was born in 1890. He's better known as Groucho Marx, and the world has never been the same since. Uh, So uh, that happened. He was born in Manhattan, New York. And then the uh, second thing was a American singer songwriter by the name of Don McLean was also born on this day. And he, uh, if you remember right, he wrote the song American Pie. That album, uh, American Pie was the album. And then in January 15th of Uh, 1972, that song, American Pie, became number one. And I think a lot of people still think it's the number one song. So a couple things in history. Really enjoyed our time together today. So uh, remember, you can get a hold of me for that um, free consultation at restassuredretirement.com, restassuredretirement.com, and uh, call our our number at 480-454-9191, 49191. And hey, have a great rest of your Sunday. Enjoy the afternoon. And we'll be talking next week. Thanks for listening to Rest Assured Retirement. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Jeff, visit RestAssuredRetirement.com or pick up the phone and call 480-305-5661. That's 480-305-5661. Assured Financial is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. This material has been prepared for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for accounting, legal, tax, or investment advice. Advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Certified Financial Fiduciary, CFF, is issued by the National Association of Certified Financial Fiduciaries, CFF is reserved for financial professionals who have successfully completed a certification and training process established by the NACFF and the AFEA. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.